Welcome to the AJ Brown Show, where we talk about all things investing, options trading, and the like. Now here's your host, AJ, whose primary mission in life is to help you become a better investor. Hi everyone, this is AJ. And a couple of episodes ago, I went into depth about what a call option is. And I'm gonna go ahead and link that episode down in the description. So please check that out if you haven't yet. But today I am going to address some questions I received about how to cover said call option. Because I mentioned a couple of methods in the original episode but I want to go into some more details and introduce you to something new. But in the meantime, if you like what we're doing here, whether you're participating here in a podcast or you're watching the YouTube video or Facebook video or you're watching this on Instagram, could you please take a moment and like what you're listening to, subscribe, and turn on your notifications. That's going to help me a lot, and if I'm helping you, that would be awesome to let me get a little bit higher in those different algorithms. So like, subscribe, and hit the bell. Get some notifications. In the meantime, we talked about what would happen if I were to write or sell to open a call option. A little review here. I would get paid a premium. That would be the going price for the option right now. And that would be the premium I would get paid to write this call option. The person I would be selling the call option to, they would pay me the premium in order to buy my option. So some money goes from their pocket into my pocket. They would get the right to buy my underlying symbol, my asset, the thing that the option covers at the strike price any time between now and when the option expires. Again, we're talking about American options, European options. Well, of course, European options can only be exercised at expiration, but with American options, they can purchase my underlying symbol at the strike price any time between now and when the option expires. All well and good. And in return for getting that money, I take on the obligation of selling my underlying symbol to this person at the strike price if they come a knocking. So as you can see here, they get a right. I take on an obligation. Now, if that buyer comes a knocking, if they want to exercise their call option, well, I'm going to get paid the strike price amount. They're going to pay me the strike price amount. So money goes from their pocket into my pocket. But in return, they're going to get my underlying symbol. So my, the underlying symbol goes from my pocket into their pocket. And that's if they come a knocking. Now, the question then is, what do I have to do to make sure I have this call option covered? I have to own the stock. That's the typical way. It's not the only way. But if I own the stock, I'm covered when I sell a call option. What else could I do? Well, I could have a lot of excess cash. 
and if I have a lot of excess cash, if they come a-knockin', I can quickly buy the stock or the underlying symbol, I should say, at whatever going rate it's going for and then turn it over. What else could I do? Well, think about this. What if I buy to open a call option to cover the one that I write, the one that I sell? Let's go through the thought process. So if I go and I say, I'd like to buy a call option from you. So I take some money out of my pocket. I give it to you. And in return, I get the right to come a-knockin'. You take on the obligation if I come a-knockin'. And I can buy the underlying symbol from you at the strike price anytime between now and the expiration date of that contract. Then I can go ahead and do the same thing with a particular buyer on my side. If they give me some money, I will give them the right, I'll take on the obligation to allow them to come and knock in and ask me for the stock or the underlying asset. It could be an ETF, it could be index. And I'll have to deliver it in return for whatever the strike price amount is anytime between now and the expiration. Now, there's a difference in the amounts depending on expiration dates, depending on strike prices. Pretty much the only thing that has to be in common with these two call options is, well, they've got to be call options and they have to have the underlying asset be the same. But they can be different strike prices and they could be different expiration dates. And we'll talk about that more in another video. But just know that the amount that I pay you may be different than the amount that this person pays me for taking on these obligations. And me being the middleman, I get to keep the difference. Okay, so let's talk about what happens if my buyer comes a-knockin'. If my buyer exercises their call option, I'm going to exercise mine. So first the buyer comes and says, hey, I want to exercise my option with you, my call option, so I'm going to give you some money. I'm going to give you the amount of the strike price of our negotiated contract, our call option. And I'm going to have to go over to you, the person that I bought my call option from, and I'm going to have to give you some money because I'm going to exercise your call option. Now, you're going to give me the underlying asset. And I'm going to turn around, I'm going to take that underlying asset, and I'm going to give it to my buyer. Now, the scoop here is, again, because of the difference in contracts, the difference in strike prices, the difference in expiration dates, me being the middleman, I have covered the call option that I sold 
but I get to keep whatever difference is in the middle. So by being the middleman, number one, I can cover this call option without actually owning the stop or having a lot of cash in order to cover that because I now have the right to exercise somebody else. Now, of course, we'll get into the details in another video. I want you to noodle on that, but we'll get into the details of credit versus debit spread, and we'll get into the details of horizontal or calendar spreads versus vertical spreads versus diagonal spreads, all in a future video. But I want you to just noodle on this for one moment. In the meantime, I hope you're enjoying everything I'm sending your way. I want you to really be able to wrap your heads around all these pieces of these puzzles. Please listen to this episode more than once. And of course, if you're listening to the podcast or watching this on a YouTube channel or a Facebook or on an Instagram, please take a moment and help me out. Please like this episode Please subscribe to my podcast, subscribe to my YouTube channel, and please sign up for notifications. That'll take our amazing content and get it in front of as many eyes as possible. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for tuning into the AJ Brown Show. If you're interested in learning more about AJ and his investing techniques, head on over to tradingtrainer.com and create your free account today. And if you're not already a subscriber to the show, hit that subscribe button and we'll get you fresh content daily.